Hello everybody, welcome to The Curious Audience. I am your host Luke Ryan and I am joined as always with my lovely wife Moretta. Hi again. So last week was our first episode of The Binge where we talked about a TV series that we had been binge watching during this time of self-isolation and we competed against each other to see who could find the the best episode, the best starting point for people. And uh, thank you to everybody who jumped onto our social media and voted. And hands in the air, me, I won. Yeah. <laughs> Four to three it was in Four. the end. <laughs> so that was a pretty good... The official battle royale. Four to three. <laughs> hey, hey, I will take it. I will take it. So, you know, so this week we have another binge for you. Um, another one of our favourites. We're big fans of The Office. And um, this show was produced and written by the same team as the American version of The Office, and it's Parks and Recreation, starring Amy Poehler as our main character, Leslie, um, Nick Offerman as Ron, Chris Pratt. <laughs> it's hard to remember all the names off the top of my head. It's a big ensemble cast. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it's a, it's a lot of amazing actors. Yeah. So we flip the coin and Moretta is going first. She's going to give you her take on what is the best episode. Is it the best jumping in episode again, Moretta? Yes, it is. Yep. Okay. And then after that, I will go and we'll have a bit of a discussion and then we'll leave it up to you on our social media to see who sold Parks and Recreation the best. Okay. You ready to go, Moretta? You bet I am. Let's, Let's do this. Go for it. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I ask you this. What do we want to be able to do while we're stuck inside during this global lockdown period? We want to laugh. When we're unable to see our friends, visit our favorite cafe or pub, or take our kids to the local pool or playground, life can start to seem unbearable. Laughter has been clinically proven to fortify your immune system, enhance your mood, lessen pain, help you to de-stress, and let go of anger. Well, the Parks and Recreation episode, entitled Hunting Trip, will do exactly that. This episode will be a familiar favorite to fans of the show, uh, but also a great episode to sample the show if you've never seen it before. It's a simple jump out of reality without needing any major background or storyline to follow. You get a fantastic sampling of the characters and their relationships. Uh, in this episode, we find the Parks Department employees in a meeting where they discuss the three men going on a trail survey, which is what they call their annual hunting trip. Leslie is annoyed that this is an all-male event and decides to invite herself and the other members of the department. Ron tries to pretend she has no idea what she's talking about. Let's have a um, listen. Let's cut the bull. I want me, Tom, and all the other ladies included on your hunting trip. Hunting trip? We're doing a trail survey, Leslie. You're literally listening to turkey calls. Is this, is this not rap? <laughs> he can only get away with that because he's Ron 
effing Swanson. Uh, Ron acquiesces and almost all the team goes on the hunting trip. Andy and April are left behind for their own little subplot. It's a minor story that doesn't do a ton for the episode, but it helps a longer subplot move forward if you've watched the whole season. Uh, So Leslie is desperate to be accepted as one of the boys, and she unsurprisingly gets competitive and challenges Ron as to which of them can bag the most birds by the end of the day. Also unsurprisingly, Ron is annoyed. Just annoyed. It's his default personality setting. Listen to what may have gotten him even more annoyed at this time. I think this is going to be a really good bonding sesh for me and Ron. Guys love it when you can show them you're better than they are at something they love. They really do. They really do. While the team are practicing their shooting skills, some better than others, a gunshot goes off and a scream of, I've been shot, rings out through the woods. It turns out that Ron got shot in the head and no one will fess up to being the shooter. Fortunately, the shot is not fatal. However, it pisses Ron off to no end. The team tries to take care of Ron the best they can and provide medical care while he remains belligerent. And once he's settled, they try to figure out who the shooter is. As it turns out, Anne saw the whole thing and tells Leslie who did it. The two keep it quiet and... You know, for comic effect, uh, Leslie decides to take responsibility, receiving angry sarcasm from Ron and getting attacked by Donna, who suffered a casualty as well. The window of her Mercedes. When the park ranger shows up to try and ascertain what happened, it's quickly evident that he has a pretty intense bias for thinking that women are poor hunters. And Leslie lays into that by rambling off a number of ridiculous excuses that would only be bought by a misogynist. Have a listen to one of my favorite moments in the episode. Well, I think you're hysterical because of all the excitement, obviously. So I'm just not following your story. All right. Um, I let my emotions get the best of me. I just, I would, I cared too much, I guess. I was thinking with my lady parts. I was walking and I felt something icky. I thought there was going to be chocolate. I don't even remember. I'm wearing a new um, bra and it closes in the front, so it popped open and it threw me off. All I want to do is have babies. Are you single? I'm just like going through a thing right now. I guess when my life's incomplete, I want to shoot someone. This would not happen if I had a penis. What? Bitches be crazy. I'm good at tolerating pain. I'm bad at math. And I'm stupid. Just as a personal aside for anyone who has, in fact, worn a bra that's done up at the front and it's popped open, it is very jarring. They just, they go everywhere. It's uncontrollable. The world needs to stop so you can sort your shit out. And, And glorious. Okay, so, okay, good to know. (laughs) Uh, So after the ranger leaves, the real shooter steps up and takes responsibility, explaining that they didn't have a hunting license and didn't want to get in trouble. This leads to Ron admiring Leslie for protecting a friend. I won't be disclosing who the shooter is. You'll have to watch the episode to find out for yourself. This, This episode has humor, for sure, but it also has heart. A perfect mix to make you feel good during this season of quarantine. And that's what we all want. That's what we all want right now, isn't it? I rest my case. The episode I have chosen is the final to the third season titled Little Sebastian. 
This is the episode that raised the stakes for the show. Up until this point, the show had been a character comedy with a government backdrop. We wade into deeper waters with bittersweet moments, real stakes and a cliffhanger to end. When looking back, it's hard to believe this show all started with a loony woman trying to build a park. Look how far we've come. If you've watched The Office, you've no doubt seen the ability for these producers to do a quality cold open. Parks and Recreation doesn't disappoint, with the quirky Jean Ralphio kicking this episode off with a story about how he found his newfound fortune. I made my money the old-fashioned way. I got run over by Alexis! This kicks off the changes to come for our beloved characters. First with Tom, who is a character beginning to change and get greater depth. With his newfound business ventures and John Ralphio's money, Tom's days in government work are coming to an end for now. Next it's Leslie and Ben, who are enjoying their newfound romance, sneaking around the office so no one finds them out and reports them. They're mindlessly happy and starting to slip up. They are soon to be caught and no amount of excuses can get them out of this one. I have some very important news about our favorite mini horse, Lil Sebastian. Lil Sebastian! He died last night. No! But we can take comfort in the fact that he's in heaven now, doing the two things he loves doing the most, eating carrots and urinating freely. This episode was able to turn something absurd as thousands of dopey townsfolk mourning a dead little horse into something monumentally moving. Everyone's reaction to little Sebastian, dead or alive, was meant to be comic. But by the end of this season, he was turned into an actual symbol of community unity. And it's the song that really sells it. And it's the song that really sells it. Andy, played by Chris Pratt, is tasked with writing the memorial song that has to be 5,000 times better than Candle in the Wind. So far, Andy's songs have been anything but great. We've had The Pit, Anne Song, and Sex Hair. This song, titled 5,000 Candles in the Wind, gave this moment an element of community and empathy for our character's sadness. It became the anthem for the show and was played in the finale to the show and its latest reunion. The appearance of a character we have only heard about makes this season final that much better as it gives us a substantial tease for what to look forward to in season four. Parks and Recreation is a great way to watch comedy. If you're a fan of The Office, you have no doubt already seen Parks and Rec. But if you haven't, check out this episode to see what you're missing out on, including Andy's song, 5,000 Candles in the Wind. This song is called 5,000 Candles in the Wind. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing. You trade your legs for angels' wings. And once we've all said goodbye, you take a running leap. Yeah. 
So, you've heard our opinions, you've heard our spiels of what the best episode is. Uh, Moretta, why did you pick the hunting episode? There's no way you're going to win with that one. Okay, all right. Well, just first of all, back (laughs) off. Uh (laughs) I mean, an episode about women destroying a hunting trip and pissing off the best character in Parks and Recreation, Ron Swanson. (laughs) Okay, so the reason that I chose this... um, So, the reason that I chose The Hunting Trip is because it's a pull-out episode. I think that when somebody starts... A, a watching an episode um, and it's not the pilot it's not the beginning when they don't know uh, a whole lot about the characters um, you know we, we talked the last episode that you know sometimes pilots suck and um, the pilot of Parks and Rec average yeah you know it had some promise obviously um, but yeah as a pilot it was it was average because the the characters were obviously not fleshed out etc cetera, etc cetera. so i think that by going back and watching the very first um the pilot of parks and rec you don't really truly get how good this show turns into mm-hmm. and i think that if you solely judge it on the pilot you might miss out whereas the reason that i've chosen the hunting trip is because you can literally pull it out it's not going to have a major effect on the um on the seasons plot line, mm. you don't get a huge idea of the relationships that are involved uh, because you kind of want to see those evolve organically, in my opinion. You know, the there's there's a few situations that are kind of a will they, won't they. And um, you like to me, it, this doesn't spoil anything. You can still really enjoy those, those will they, won't they moments. Um, it's got a lot of really good humor and you get an idea for who the characters are. Um, just like, for example, when I mentioned that uh, Donna attacks Leslie because, you know, she also had the casualty of, of the window of her Mercedes Benz. Um, there's a brief scene in there where Donna just loses her goddamn mind and everybody thinks that she's been shot too. But she's just mourning the fact that her Mercedes has been shot. Yep. And that's ridiculous. But it gives you a window into the kind of character that Donna is. And so you you get little flashes of who these people are mm. and you want to find out more about them. I think that's the key. Is this episode in season two? Yeah. I There's a thing that I've noticed with Parks and Rec compared to The Office. It took them a long time to flesh out the characters where they wanted them to go. Well, because, you know, hang on, you okay, know, okay. you notice it in this episode because Jerry, Jerry, who is kind of the pariah of the office, he's not in this episode. He's included. He goes on the hunting trip. He's not seen as the misfit. He's one of the guys. Yeah. And there is no way in the rest of the season that Jerry and Ron hang out together. It just doesn't happen. Yes. But I mean, that's, that's kind of, I, I find that minor. And um, you'll also notice that the core cast isn't the core cast that you see in this episode because one of the characters in this episode actually ends up leaving which is fine this character didn't really contribute too much to the to the ensemble anyways and is replaced by awesome characters that are just they just there's just so much opportunity but again i didn't want to pick one of those episodes because part of the joy um, when watching this show is the organic nature that some of these thing is some of these characters um, develop. Mm. So yeah, I chose this just to showcase the level of humor and the level of heart that takes place in a lot of these episodes. Well, 
I, I mean, it doesn't compete with mine. I mean, you've got the sexual tension between Ben and Leslie sneaking around. You've got Ron being pissed off that his horse has died. And then, I didn't mention this, but he gets blown up by the memorial torch. I mean, Ron loses his facial hair. Ron loves his facial hair. <laughs> We've got Tammy 2. We've got the appearance of Tammy 1. We've got a portrait of a horse with an erection on Ron's office wall. <laughs> I mean... This episode has everything, and if that wasn't enough, it has Chris Pratt, yes, Star-Lord, singing a song (laughs) on a stage, unifying the full town, and trumping Elton John's classic hit. Oh, okay, be careful there, be careful there. (laughs) Now, okay, look, I don't disagree with you that that is an awesome episode, and I absolutely love it, but here's the reason why I specifically chose not to do that, okay? There are actually two two important reasons. Um, The first is Andy, the Chris Pratt character, if you just step in at that episode, you don't know that he's got a band named Mouse Rat. You don't know his past songs, you know? Like how it's it's difficult to top something that goes, I fell in the pit. <laughs> you fell in the pit. To 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 be elevated to five thousand candles in the you wind. You fell in the pit. <laughs> you can't leave that exactly. line. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just saying. And then you need to know the history behind the pit, you know? So so there was that um, that element that w- perhaps is a bit confusing. Um, and then when you go back and watch the very first episode, uh, you kind of don't really... Uh, you miss out on, the again, the joy of Andy's evolution mm. to that part because he is in a very different place in the first three episodes of the season. And I feel like by seeing that episode you're like oh okay well i i know that he turns out okay because honestly the first three episodes you're like okay so this guy (laughs) get rid of him as soon as he gets dumped he's 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 pissing off like he's yeah this is not a long-term character but he was there very first episode all the way to the very last in the entire series so there was that and then the second thing is the um, Ben and Leslie relationship, while I absolutely love that, again, it comes back to that um, that will they, won't they? Because mm. now you know they will. <laughs> well, not necessarily. I mean, this season ends on a cliffhanger where Leslie says there's no skeletons in her closet, that nothing's going to stop her from running for a, a, a next election. And so does that mean that they're off? You know, so it continues. Yeah, I I still maintain my 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 opinion stands. <laughs> because you know at some point that the will they won't they is they will. Yeah. But will it last? That's the question. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just like kind of a a girl thing, but I like that romantic tension leading up to the the moment, you know, do they do they actually reconcile? What is happening here? Yeah. Who's going to get their heart broken? Is this person going to stick around? Like there's just it's it's kind of like the episode of Friends, you know? Mm, yeah. Like the last episode of Friends, um I jumped up from the couch. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think that was such a monumental moment because they'd been through so much crud by that point. You kind of knew that their relationship wasn't work, wasn't going to work. That's a conversation for another podcast. That certainly is. We should pick friends at some point. Yeah, there's too many good episodes. Yeah, that's true. It'd be so hard to pick. Oh, my goodness. Well. So so, uh, what have we got on the docket for next week's podcast? 
I think we're I think we're still deciding what we're going to binge this week. We've got a few in the works. Um, we're we're, d- we're debating whether or not we binge some more comedy or whether we do something a little more serious. So we've I'd got be a couple keen. of suggestions from our listeners, but yeah. it's whether we have enough time to work our way through the entire show to be able to give a a good enough binge. It might have to be for a, a binge later. Yeah, give us, that's true. Give us a couple of weeks to watch it. That's true. <laughs> but look, um, keep uh, keep sending us your suggestions because we'd love to hear from you. That's it. And keep an eye out for our Instagram story because that's where I place our poll where you can vote for either Moretta's pick or Luke's pick and let us know who you felt sh- shared it best, sold yeah. it best, and which episode out of the two we've picked um, is the choice. And also keep an eye on Instagram because as we were listening to 5,000 Candles in the Wind, I took a picture of Luke <laughs> dramatically um, oh lip syncing to the song and I'm going to see if I can convince him to post it. So <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes open for that because oh it, it, it's pretty good. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see if that, that passes the mark. We'll okay. See. Yeah. Okay. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram where we have lots of different reviews and things like that. It's the Curious Audience on Instagram. Okay, thank you so much. Have a good one.